one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real, it says it right here. Hey, everybody. Hey, 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 hey. I forgot to go to the bathroom. Uh, this is the Heffron and Reed podcast video thingy uh, broadcasting wherever you wherever you listen that's what we're doing um i got new glasses they got fixed they have these eye drops that's supposed to make, you know what here let's do this uh if you haven't already go to heffernandreap.com get all the dates where me and john reap are performing john is traveling every week and cuz cuz he gets it done he's a professional uh, I am about every other weekend because I'm lazy. Uh, go to heffernandreap.com to figure out where we're performing. And just right now, without even, with a, without a do, let's, uh, let, let's introduce John Reap to the show, if we could. Hey, buddy. There we go. Uh, dude, I'm sweating. My hat's weird, and it's a whole thing. So uh, I'm to be- I, I do, but I'm going to hold it. Because okay. I just, How I bad can't, oh, I had to leave the stage once uh, to pee. Have you, have you no. ever had? No, something poop. about performing makes it go away. Poop and pee. No, but, I had, I had to stop the show and run off stage to go pee. Oh, wow. Usually um, you always do that nervous pee where you have, you think you have to pee right before you go on stage. Yeah. Have you yeah, ever, totally. have you ever, uh, 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 relieved yourself uh, b- backstage anywhere where there wasn't where there yeah. wasn't a toilet. Okay, so you probably have done this as well. There is a well, it no longer exists, but the Atlanta Punchline, the old one. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. green, the green room was at the corner of a stage, corner of the stage, no bathroom, and you get in there and you'd be trapped because the crowd files in. Then when you open the door, there's the crowd. So it's like I'm gonna walk out here and be a distraction or am I going to pee? And you just found a Gatorade bottle and, yeah. and you just pee in the Gatorade bottle. I've done that many times at several places. I've done it at theaters too, like nice theaters. We should, do, we should do a whole show about all the places we've peed uh, right before a comedy show, green rooms, theaters, all kinds the, of stuff. Uh, San Jose improv was that way because you'd walk backstage um you know, where, where you'd walk out onto the stage, but it was so far away from the bathrooms. Yeah. So there was always like, I guess, you know, where you throw uh, returnables like glass in there. There was a thing I did. I would always pee in. <laughs> I remember when I started doing comedy uh, in, in the eighties, there was this uh, guy, soupy sales, like yeah. super famous had the right from, and he had these, the, you know, those crafts uh, glasses, that you get like Long Island iced teas in. Yes. They're called crafts, right? I think. I don't know. He'd have those tall skinny glasses. Yeah. It looks like a vase kind of. He'd yeah. uh, put a, a ice in there and the, yeah, it'd be all empty. And then you'd have to, he'd pee into the, the ice that was in those crafts and they're always in the, in the green room. Why in the ice? I mean, just cause that was to melt it. Yeah. To stop the smell, to melt it. Oh, a little. that's pretty smart. 
Yeah. Real quick, I have one more B story, but I want to let everybody know that we can see your comments. We are live right now. This is the Heifer and Reap show. Um, I see your comments from Samantha, Michael, Mark, Shane, Noel Dad, 77. Uh, thanks for joining us. Leave comments. We have hopefully, I think Christopher Titus is going to join us today. Um, and I, my next gig will be in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Tulsa Comedy Club, April 22 and 23. Tour dates at heifernreap.com. Um, I, my Comedy Central presents, John. I was hanging out with Nick Swartzen. You know him? Yeah. And we were at a crowded bar in New York. And we're in a table, a booth, and there's just people everywhere. And he pulled an empty mug off the table, put it down there, peed in it, put it right back on the table. And it's the same color as beer. It looked just like beer. And he just left it there. I go, oh, yeah, that's, I don't, I was impressed that he could do it sitting down like that in yeah. public with all the people around. Just knowing I couldn't have, you know, I, I sometimes can't pee in a crowded restroom when there's people behind me. Yeah, it gets stressful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm always afraid I'm going to have that little pee mark or it just, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's why you don't wear light colored pants, you know. I, I saw uh Harry Connick Jr. perform like 25, 30 years ago, and I had front row seats, and he had a pair of khaki pants, and he came out and a huge P, like P mark, and just that's all anybody in the front row talked about. Was, was the <laughs> Who was that? Harry Connick Jr. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, man. He's uh, yeah. Fergie. No, come by me. And it's a big, huge P mark. So now I'm paranoid. Fergalicious did that once. She peed herself uh, during a concert, I think. Um, I mean, yeah. You gotta go, you gotta go. I had to pee so bad this morning. And by the way, I'm not drinking. I quit drinking until May the 5th. I'm doing no drinko till Cinco de Mayo. So I'm sleeping (laughs) better. But then randomly today, this morning, I had to get up. Like I'm talking, when I say this morning, I mean starting around 5 a.m., Get up, pee, get back in bed too early. Two hours later, I'm like, I do like three peas in the morning, uh, which is not normal. I think it's because I had some caffeine last night, but yeah. <laughs> um, are you uh, are you taking this journey with me? No drink, to Cinco? I'm going to start today. How about really? that? Yeah. So uh, I'm a little behind. What am I? A week behind you? But yeah, why not? Let's do it. Yeah, why not? Well, it's, it doesn't say you have to start. It's just you can start on the fourth and say I'm not drinking till the fifth. <laughs> yeah, it's no oh, drinking till Cinco, not sober October. So gotcha. you can start anytime. Nice, nice. Yeah. Where, uh, where were you this weekend? Oh, and man. hold on though, uh, Titus is coming on the show, and it's going to be. I said eight o'clock Eastern time. Oh yeah. Five. So the last time I messed up and, and okay. Titus came on our show uh, right as we were leaving. And it's the only time John was like, we have to go. There's a basketball game. We have to be done. So then we, we felt bad because then we had to go, listen, we're done. We can't You ever do that with like, when you do radio where you go there and they're like, you know what? We're just, we're a couple breaks behind. We can't get to you. I've had that happen to me. Oh gosh, man cow. <laughs> you know man cow? Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so you used to turn the mu- man cow to people who don't know who man cow is. Where is he? Is Chicago? I don't even know. 
I don't even know if I he does radio Chicago. anymore. Yeah. In Chicago. Yeah. Um, was asked to, if I wanted to go to Mancal to promote my shows at Zany's somewhere in Chicago. I said, of course. Yeah. And I get there. This guy's so manic. Like he thinks he's Howard Stern, right? He, he leans into the shock jock world, but he's, his show is produced heavily. There's lots of moving bits coming in and out. And he's always going like, coming up next, our comedian. I don't know the guy. Anyway, he's at the thing. Uh, Reap John something. Yeah. We'll get to him in a minute. I sat there four hours and not and, ne- and was never brought on. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And I said, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, he did. I, I I was on and he asked a question and it took me like a second just to think and he just potted me down. He just turned off my mic and he just he goes like that. Like I didn't answer yeah. quick enough. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's very he makes me nervous. Yeah. 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 But uh, yes, that has happened to me. You were asking about radio and. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Where was I? I'll, I'll tell you where I was. Mm-hmm. I did a corporate gig. Um, I did a fundraiser for the United Way in Vienna, West Virginia. Shout out to the people who were there. I did talk about my podcast. This is one of them. This is Heffern and Reap. That's, that's John Heffern right there. Great guy. You should get him next year. Next year, get this guy. That crowd would love him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I sent them your info, by the way. Um, I said next year you need to get this guy. So anyway, um, it was great. I drove up there, five hour drive. Uh, got there the night before. Stayed in a really cool old, uh, antique looking thrift shop looking hotel. It's been around forever, but it's not dirty old. It's just old and polished and well kept, like a like an old Irish or Scottish looking. I picked a horrible time not to drink. Because I, I looked at the bar and thought, like, that's a, that's got a lot of good whiskey over there. Um, my room was awesome. Anyway, so I, I got there early, um, did some work in the hotel room. The gig was at, that night. So in the writer, in their little contract, it said, meet in the lobby at 630. And it wasn't just me. There was another comedian on the bill. And it said, meet in the lobby at 630. We'll pick you up, take you to the gig. I get to the lobby. I see a guy. I go, hey. He looked at me. He goes, John Reap. I go, hey. I said, you you must be the ride. He goes, yeah. I said, okay. Well, I'm ready to go whenever. He goes, oh, we got we got to pick up the other comedian. And when I heard the other comedian, my my the gears started moving around my head. Like, here we go. I know what this means. <laughs> this means I'm going to be waiting for another right. human being. Uh, is it just me and you that are on time? Like, I would, I like to ask Titus this question too. What is it with making another comedian wait? Yeah, we could save that for because he's probably done, you know, back in the day, those just for last uh, tours all through Canada where, where you have six or seven comics performing every night and nobody really knows each other or you're familiar. And man, some of the fights that have happened on those yeah. For oh my gosh, I I know a comic, um, and I, I'll leave him nameless. But you know how you get in a van, you you know the cargo vans, and there's a seat that's right there, right. So if, if yeah. five people are getting into a van, to kind of where do you think if you're the first person to get in the van, where do you think you sit? Okay. <sighs> yeah. So the guy opens the door and you, you jump in. Only because I've had experience in this, what I will do is get that seat right there and go straight to the window. 
I, I don't want to go to the back. I used to be the nice guy and go straight to the back. <laughs> Sometimes I'll do it. Depends on my mood. Um, but also because I don't mind talking to the driver, I will actually talk to the driver. Go, anybody sitting shotgun? Right. I can sit up here. I can be next close to the air condition. You know, I like that. It's hot in the back. You know, so I yeah. try not to go in the back, but I have. Is that what your point was? No, he would sit in the very first captain's chair right when the door gets open. Be the first one in and sit there. So everybody else would have to then step over him to get <laughs> right, in, in right. the thing. And another comic said, hey, can you not do that? If that's going to always be your seat, you have to be the last one in. And it turned in a, you don't tell me what to do. It turned oh, into gosh. a thing. <laughs> it turned into a thing. Now I'm dying to know who it was. Yeah, do I, I know yeah. these people? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Pretty famous guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. It, I want to know so bad. Oh, he got. What it, was the tour? Tell me the tour. Were you just on for it? Laughs. Or is this a story you heard? Oh, it's just it, for laughs. Mm -hmm. All through okay. Canada. You started in like St. John or St. John's uh, yeah, and go all yeah. the way and end up in Vancouver. Well, yeah, yeah I don't, I'm not going to ask you who it was, but I did the same tour. I did the road, road tour. Um, yeah. just for laughs all over Canada. And uh, I just went, I was the first one to the van. I went straight to the back and I told everybody like, I didn't get much sleep last night. We got three hours on the road. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to take a nap. You guys hang out. Don't get mad at me. Right. <laughs> I just slept. But um, right. yeah. so we'll save that conversation for when Ted gets. So I have to ask a, a, a thing. So, uh, my stepdaughter is graduating from college and I don't know what's being dorky or not. Right. Okay. So, so we asked her what, what she wanted, uh, um, or something. And she goes, just something meaningful. Just, you know, she asked her mom, just write me a letter or something. I don't need gifts or whatever. You guys do some things for me. I, I don't need it. So I had this idea to do a parody song. Keep in mind, she's 20-something, so parody songs might be completely dumb. So, right. right? Like, as a gift, but I think it's kind of funny and personal if you have a parody song and then me and Michelle, like, lip-sync it. Is that too, is that too stepdaddy? Are you going to perform this? Are you going to be, are you gonna, Are you the one singing it and recording a video or just audio? I have to get somebody to sing it because I am not. Well, dude, this is a service now. Have you heard of this? And That's it sounds like something you would have invented, by the way. <laughs> but it's real thing now. So you know how TikTok is like people can request. I'm not. I'm sorry, not TikTok. Cameo mm -hmm. is like they can book you to be funny for ten seconds and throw right. their name in there. Well, now there's a service like that for musicians, and it's like. I can craft a love song for you. Just give me some bullet points, email it to me, and they write you a, your own personal love song or whatever it is. And I feel like you could hire the same guys to do your parody. Yeah, I, I hired one, and the guy, I don't know what country the guy is from, but it, it's I couldn't understand anything oh, that he was saying. Wow. But the song, though, I, I can read you the, uh, the lyrics. Um, first, do you know John Mayer's uh, song, Last Train Home? Maybe if I heard it, um, I like John Mayer. Um, uh, I'm familiar with some of the songs. All right, so Alan, so did you, did you get the video I sent, Alan, 
of uh, me singing karaoke with with her? No, no, it did not. Sorry, it did not go through. through. All right, but John, so. I am familiar with that song. Now that you mention it, the last train home, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wish we had a, like a real version of it. Um, I'm sending it to uh, right. So. What's it? But, but give me the gist of what it's about. I mean, is it about like he he loves this girl so much he doesn't want to leave, so he's going to take the last train home? Or the, I don't the know. yeah. So here's the hold on. I'm gonna play it. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. Mm-hmm. This is okay. Familiar with this one? Yes, I have heard it. So his whole thing is I'm I'm taking the last last train home, right? See how yeah. good singer I am? So I wrote the lyrics. You're taking that diploma home. Mm-hmm. So, so ready for this? I, I like, I'll do the first verse and the, <laughs> or, or we could do, or here. Wait, do the, pull up the karaoke music or something. Pull up the, yeah. Alan, do you have it? <laughs> okay. Oh my God. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Could, could that be louder? Oh, yeah, I already decided I'm not doing this for. 75 degrees outside. Changed a little bit later to 84 right now. 748, 40 minutes. Okay. Look at you rolling. Look at you rolling down the road. Mm hmm. Okay. If you have planned out, you can't comprehend how far you go. Mm. Sing it, John. Yeah. You are a perfect angel. Never fell behind. You had the stuff. Now you've got the time. (laughs) Make something out of nothing. Hit the goal. You're taking that diploma. Taking that diploma home. <laughs> okay. All right. Taking the diploma home. Okay. Right. So she has a degree in civil engineering. Now, oh, engineering train. Dude, that's in here. Is that you, why you, you did put it? in the next verse? Ready? Okay. Here we go. Uh, civil engineering keeps the places near me nice and new. See, everything's working. No one can come near the things you do. Mm. This future that you build in can't go wrong. Mm. You bridge the gap so we come along. Each project is uplifting, so let it go. Taking that diploma. Taking that diploma, diploma home. Ready? Put yeah. put up a dam, stop flooding. Make sure our streets aren't bumpy. You're such a wonder of infrastructure. You keep a railways running. Say wow. where our pipes are flushing. Such a wonder of infrastructure. <laughs> okay. All right, hang on. I have questions. Okay. Now, I have questions, John. Okay. Does she is she already a fan of this song and John Mayer? 
yes, because what I was trying to uh, send, which I did, we sang um, this song at uh, at our wedding. Like, um, hold on. You married your stepdaughter? Not at our not at our wedding. She sang. See, wait, Ellen. <laughs> I know. So you. Okay, See? so you guys, we sang, sang just we were way. singing karaoke. Yeah, after, yeah. Why did y'all sing that song? That was she like she's a, a fan of John Mayer, got and it. she introduced us to that. He's got this soft pop album or something like that, and we listened. Okay. To it. it somehow became our like everybody meeting each other for the first time song. Right. So that makes it a good gift because mm-hmm. it it already has meaning to something attached to it from a previous thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you're not singing it. I, I, you could get someone else to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hired somebody, but you can't. Uh, you and can't it, understand them. Well, you. Well, let's put it out to our people. Hey, <laughs> if you're a good singer out there, and you do, sound like John Mayer, you can sound like John Mayer. Um, email John Heffern. <laughs> get it, John Heffern on Twitter or whatever. You know. And then ask him to send you the lyrics that he wrote, and then you make a video, and maybe John will use your video as a gift, and you can say, "John, this is from one of my." Yeah. I don't know what her name Here's is. Here's the guy who I paid. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a good song intro, though. To talk okay. up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> a lot of head on this. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Look at you, Rose. Look at you, Rose. I don't know what he's saying. The kind that you have planned out. We can comprehend how far you'll go. I don't. I, right? Yeah. See? You're a perfect angel. Never felt behind. You've had the stuff, now you've got the time. It's not after every after every sentence he goes. He's very breathy. You're taking that diploma. You're taking that diploma. Yeah. It's like, hey John, how did you go to take it, Oklahoma? Yeah, he uh, he's got a weird breathiness to him. So listen, can you do better? Um, if you can do better, get it, John. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a good. I think it's a good gift. Now, when once someone makes records the song that you want, are you? Or was your intention to shoot a video of you lip syncing it, like it's you singing? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm trying to get the song done, and then I was just going to do a lyric video. Right. Um, but then I told her mom, we should we should um, get everybody in the family to lip sync. Oh, that'd be good. That thing and just edit like five or six people all together. I think like that's singing. a great gift. Great because gift. If you can find the singer, I, the fact that you took a time to write, write it. Girls love I, it when you do thoughtful I, stuff and not just money. I did. Uh, I, you know, you try writing a song about infrastructure. I can't say. <laughs> right. So civil engineering, though, I don't think it has anything to do with trains specifically. You know what I mean? Um, 
Sibylla Jaren keeps the uh, places it, but, near me nice and new. Um, oh, uh, real quick. Uh, uh, we got, what, maybe five minutes before Titus possibly joins us. Yeah. But um, last week we were talking about b- promo codes. You know what I'm saying? Like we had our yeah. own promo codes we were going to do. And a lot of people did leave comments about the businesses that they would want us to promote. But we're still working on that. We don't have the infrastructure. We need an engineer to come up with how do we how are we going to work on this? Yeah. So so I, do you still like this idea, John? Do you still want to try and do a bromo? Uh, yeah. The what do we call it? The bromo codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll do that so, starting uh, because we have a guest this week. But we'll do that starting. Yeah, next bromo week. codes. We'll grab somebody who has a, a business um, yeah. and. You know, we'll get some codes and we'll we'll talk to them about their business and then maybe John, I got a I got a promo code I could tell you about right now. Do you like hemp? Like hemp. Uh what about Delta Eight, Delta Nine gummies? Just had some of those. Those are a okay. thing. So I want you to use this promo code. If you go to Alpine's Hemp Company okay. or just alpineshemp.com. You get 20% off all their products if you type in John Reap. So um, I didn't tell Alan Jackson I was going to do this, so I don't think he has anything pulled up. But alpineshempco.com, promo code John Reap, 20% off all their stuff. It's Delta 8, Delta 9, gummies, chocolates, resin, tinctures. There it is. Topicals, it's great flavor, great taste, great effect. Um, Delta 8 means you sleep great. Delta 9 means party time. Treat (laughs) yourself to the best. Buy Alpine's hemp. There it is. Promo Um, code John Reed. Yeah. I've been eating their uh, Delta 8s recently, Mm -hmm. and I love it. When I'm not drinking especially – I just take a little bit of a – I just do a third of a bite. I don't even do half. They're pretty strong. It's good stuff. Alpineshemp.com. Mm. That's it. Promo code John Reap. Everyone do it. I know a lot of you people watching this do hemp. Help us out. <laughs> if you help my uh, sponsor out, you help me out. So that's the first promo code you could do. <laughs> um, are you anywhere this weekend, John? Uh, I am not. Next weekend, I am at uh, Columbus at the Funny Bone. And then after that, I'm in Phoenix. And then I'm doing a bunch of Michigan stuff, like all over the state. New clubs opening in Detroit. I'm actually performing there in June. I have my In Bed by 10 shows I'm doing in Ann Arbor. Then I whip up to Traverse City. Then I do some Grand Rapids stuff. It's a whole thing. Comedy is a thing when I'm not uh, making cutting boards. Yeah. Um, so Tony Rock has defended his brother. You know, if we want to get back to the slap tonight is the CMT awards that's happening right now as we speak. Um, and I'm making my intern Isaiah watch it and he's going to give us a full report on it tomorrow on country ish. But I'm hoping that something happens at the CMT awards. It won't, you know, like it did, uh, the Oscars, but it gives us stuff to talk about. <laughs> I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Uh, Eric Church, I don't know if he's supposed to be there, but he should make it. There's no game on um, <laughs> for him to pull out. So hopefully he'll make it. What? Um, ma, ma, ma. So 
where do we leave off on your mayor? You're you're done. You're not. You're not. I am not John Mayor. Oh, you're not John uh, not Mayer. this year. Not oh. this year. I will maybe four years from now. Um, I don't live inside of the city limits, as it turns out. Uh, so I'm not. Uh, my name will not be on the ballot. It's mm-hmm. done. But what I am going to do is reach out to the other people running for mayor. So you've got the incumbent Hank Guess. I'm going to reach out to him last. I'm going to start with the two other people, Alan Hoover and Quintavious Hill, uh, the two other people running for mayor of Hickory. Wait, and, one of the guys' name is is Quintavious mm-hmm. Hill? That's maybe I I kind of would vote for him just because of that name. Yeah, okay. Mayor. Well, I'm going to talk to him eventually. And Do uh, you have any questions you want me to ask Quintavious? About how, uh, like, how... It probably me. suck because you know how you get those personalized keychains when you go to Disneyland or stuff like that. He does it. He's probably never just been in a store and just saw like a mug with his name on it. And I don't think that's fair. That's true. I'll ask him about that. How you frustrating like is a, it? A fake license plate. Yeah. You they, can't you know? get generic stuff. You can't go to that section and pick out a Quintavious. And if they did, they probably spell it different. Um, or like Starbucks. Yeah. How do they, oh. <laughs> you know, how do they do that? These are good questions, John. Yeah. I mean, it's a super cool name. It almost sounds like it's Quintavious would be a, not a bad guy on the matrix, but it would be a, a thing. Like you're, yeah. you, you know, I don't know. It does sound very science it's fiction. Cool. It's what, cool. Are you watching anything good? Um, I've been I just started the, Ozarks. Uh, started started o- it. Yeah. From the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, never never seen one episode until two days ago, and just are y'all in season one, episode one, dude? Yeah, well, Jason I'm, Bateman, in my opinion, might be the best actor of our generation. He, yeah, what is he? I mean, he's, he can do anything. He's so good. And, like and he's hilarious. If you saw like the Bosses movie or whatever, he's super funny. Oh, Game Night. Have you seen Game Night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's so underrated. That's one of the funniest movies I've seen. Game yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. He's great in anything he does. I mean, he can be serious. Yeah. He can be hilarious. Um, and it's all believable. And he keeps it within his Jason Bateman self, but it all works. Yeah. Did you see? Have you watched the whole the whole thing? I watched first two or three seasons, and then it just I don't know why I stopped. I did. It was, it was, I don't want to ruin anything for you, but as all things do, it gets crazier and crazier. Right. And then for me, it got to a point where I'm like, okay, well, that's still, Mm -hmm. I mean, it just, there's other things that came on that I wanted to watch. Have you seen the bad vegan on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. I watched that while I was getting my haircut in uh, randomly in Florida and I was, it was on in the waiting room. So I watched it. It's a yeah. series though. You couldn't have had a, a 16 hour long haircut. I had a 16 uh, <laughs> hour long hair. No, it wasn't. It was a documentary, I, b- I believe. Yeah, but it's a it's, docu-series. It's, the- I- it's a docu-series. There's like eight episodes. Is it real? No, I watched the whole thing, like where she runs and she's got her boyfriend and they steal money. And then she was yeah, kind of like, it's a series. I, I know this because I just was watching it the other night. Hmm. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know, I know that. It's great. I don't, I don't know. Maybe you just saw one episode and thought that was the whole thing. Maybe you yeah. saw the last episode and thought that was the whole thing. 
Hey, you know what? Uh, plug something. I'm going to reboot here because I'm starting to go robot-y. What does that mean? Oh, I see. You're breaking. I'm up. just gonna hit a button to refresh it. To I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and come right back. Okay, buddy. Well, right. go ahead. I got you. Hi, everybody. It's John Reap here. Uh, I'm the last part of Hefford and Reap. Um, thanks for joining us. We we like to talk about the '80s a lot, although we haven't really done it too much this this show. We're really all over the map. We're we're sort of scatterbrained. We're like John's brain. We're all over the place. But we go live every uh, every Monday night at 7.30. We try to keep it at an hour. Sometimes we have a guest. Sometimes we don't. I'll just go to the comment section. Toby Dungan says, sorry I'm late. What did I miss, guys? Well, we were talking about, um, gosh, oh, just working with other comedians and having to wait a long time. Wow, that was very quick. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it helps. It, it's the equivalent of... Just unplug something and then plug it back in, which uh, I've never Titus waited. Titus popped in and said he can't make it. What? While you were gone, Titus popped in here and said, well, if John's not here. Oh, and he left? No point. Yeah, he, he left. I'm, I'm so paranoid. I'm just <laughs> looking at my phone. I mean, that probably could happen. Um, That's a JK. I did uh, I did some trolling on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Who you, you troll? Some trolls we did? Yeah. I mean, nothing crazy. It wasn't even really a troll. I just like leaving comments as a verified page because I know a lot of people will see it and maybe I'll, I'll steal some follows, you know? Right, right. Um, Farrah Abrams, you know who that is? Nope. She was the teen teen mom. Some, And then she went on to do porn. Um, but that's how she got famous was this being a teen mom and then she did porn and then now she, she's in rehab or something i was gonna but, say she's probably elected governor or senate no but she just came out of rehab you know where you, you gotta do a lot of uh you gotta do some self-examination right and so she was like after doing all of that i've discovered i'm hilarious and now i want to be a comedian are you serious yeah and so under that comment, it was on tmz they were interview interviewing her about it and she said it and that was on their their page so I left under that comment. I said, I hope she does, and I hope Will Smith is in the front row. <laughs> so that got a lot of comments. A lot of people liked, liked my comment. Is um, she like, why is comedy the default setting for, for people who have something happen and then they want to do stand up? Remember Bobbitt? Yeah. Stand up. Screech. Um, Screech. Rest in peace. Um, who else? Uh, just. Yeah, everybody decides. Oh, yeah, John uh, Wayne Bob. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people. Stormy Daniels. Oh, yeah, porn porn people, wrestlers. A lot of porn yeah, I mean, people. Nick Foley's good. Like, his stuff, his, yeah. I've seen his show. Yeah. But it's it's a weird – and her, like, who who would care? Like, her audience it, are now adults and no longer care about that show, right? Because you're – I mean, MTV is for kids. Yeah. Same with Comedy Central. Like right. people always say, Comedy Central is, you know, stand up. It's literally geared for, I I believe it's 13 year old boys to like 17 is what Comedy Central is for, not exactly. adults. I don't, no. I can't tell you the last time I watched anything. Yeah. Comedy so, Central. but who, there's no way she would draw it. Like, who would go see her? Except for guys that maybe were into her adult videos. Yeah. What she, mean. yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. She wouldn't that fill is, a room. Like, it, that's not even, 
she would have to do her own event, be like, I rented a space and, you know, maybe I'll take my shirt off. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, but uh, it's one of those deals where someone gets famous and now they got to do something on the road and they don't know what it is they do. They can't sing. So they just go comedy. So it's like people, some people don't have respect for the art form. And that pisses me off because it ain't just getting up there and winging it every time. And you know, you see a lot of these TikTok stars try and do it and they get up there and, and they'll sell out a room and then people leave going like, what the hell is that? Right. Right. Uh, Titus was uh, trying to uh, find the link. So I just sent it. Uh, so beyond what well, we should ask him about that. Yeah. It gets me, it gets me mad just the, or, or have them like have to host the show or feature or something like that. They don't get to automatically headline. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it's one of those gigs where people go, well, I don't know what I do, so I'll just call it c- comedy. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, do I look buff to you, bro? Dude, are you doing uh are you doing yoga? Is that is that all from DDP? I started it again. Uh, well, it's no drinking and it's working out. And I'm gonna start doing uh more stuff with my brother who's ripped. My brother does CrossFit. Like he gets up, works out, comes home, works out. He works out twice a day and mm-hmm. he built a, like a little gym in his office. And so mm-hmm. we're going to start doing stuff over there as well. And I do my uh, old man uh, exercise. Now I, I get on the treadmill. I set it at, at 3% incline and I walk. Yeah. I, I, I have like eighties music that, that I play or it's new eighties music genre that sounds like eighties music. And I just walk. Just like I'm in Grand Theft Auto, and I yeah, that's it. Do you do that at your house? You have a treadmill at your house? I go to the gym. No, I keep thinking I want to buy a treadmill, but I don't want to be that guy because I know I'll get a treadmill, and it'll be a place for my luggage. You need to get out. That's that's how you trick yourself. You go like, all right, this is what I do. I make a bargain with myself. I go like, I don't want to go to the gym. So what I'll do is, well, you have a membership. This is the conversation I have in my brain. Well, John, you already have a membership. Boy, you're just wasting money. Just go there and walk. So I tricked myself. I go, all right. I agree with you, John Reap. I will go and I will just walk and I'll play on my phone. And that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And then about 10 minutes into walking, I go like, I could speed it up a little bit. I could do an incline. Before you know it, it's like, okay, I could get on this. So I tricked myself. And then before you know it, you're there uh, and you're doing stuff. But yeah. Dude. Okay. Another one. Bruno Mars and this other guy. On the Grammys, did a song called "Let's Go," and it's so good. Right. Um, I can see clubs. You know how like clubs used to play. Oh, we got a private chat. Oh, let's do it. Special Bring it guest. On. Hit the buttons. Special guest. <laughs> Yeah, baby. Everybody, Holy please welcome to the podcast, Mr. Christopher Titus. Holy God. Oh, you dude. Know, I'm exhausted. Everybody, me too, dude. Everybody's got like a new, like another app and StreamYard or Splurtle or some crazy yeah. shit that I don't yeah. have an account to. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. get it hooked up on my computer. So it's all my fault. Hi, guys. I'm here on time or to some degree. 
It's all good. Thank you. We love having you. I'm a big fan. Uh, Yeah, I just got um, an offer from OnlyFans. No joke. They actually reached out to me and was asking me if I wanted to join OnlyFans. (laughs) What is OnlyFans? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. What is it? (laughs) You you don't know what that is? Uh, I don't know. No, I, I write comedy and, and avoid everybody. That's my job. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Apparently. <laughs> the only time a... I see people is when I'm on stage looking at them. I rarely, I rarely run into anybody. You know, we you were, we, we were talking about this uh, right when we came on just because I forgot to pee before the podcast. And then we somehow uh, were high level conversation where we're talking about peeing right before you go on stage. Yeah. And I told Reap that I had to leave the stage out of 30 some years. One time I had to go, I ha- uh, bring the MC back up. I have to go. It was, it was, I still, <laughs> I still have, have you, and then we we're talking about what comedy clubs have gotten peed in the green room the most. Oh God. Like, <laughs> you uh, like punchline. Cause he re brought up punchline, the old punchline in Atlanta yeah. where you didn't, you couldn't, you know, fight your way through uh, right. San Jose improv. Yeah, there was a club in in Boise, man, and they did they had they had they had, they, had, they had, basically they had the bathroom. They had, they had everybody used the same bathroom. It was one bathroom. It was for the audience and the comic. And uh, there were stories. There was a, a certain guy who was connected to the comedy store that literally was so angry about it he took a dump uh, in the garbage can that was in the green room. Yeah, that's happened. Before. I have uh, Rachel. Uh, you know Rachel. By the way, Rachel Bradley, who used to want to say hi to both you guys. She used to run uh, the uh, Shreveport Funny Bone and loves both you guys. Yes. Uh, and I've heard I've heard story stories of darkness from both sides of you guys. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, she's got to think she's a comic now because she was giving me jokes. We got together. She started giving me jokes, and I'm like, you know what? I'm offended that you're giving me jokes. So why don't you go tell your own damn jokes and leave me alone? And because they were really good. And so, uh, but she actually has to pee like six or seven times before she goes on stage. Like there's been times they've been entered, the, the MC been introducing her. And I'm like, babe, you're, they're introducing you right now. She's like, I'm peeing. And then she goes yeah. on stage. I've had that happen where you're peeing or the feature act, you know, does, uh, you know, he closes on the same bit and you kind of use that in your head going, okay, he's starting his pizza bit. I have time to pee. And then that's the show where he goes, I tried not to do it or something like you mother as you're zipping it up, running on stage. I I was telling John, uh, I I used to do shows with soupy sales. Like when I started What? and in the the green room, he had those crafts, uh, those, you know, long Island iced tea, uh, whatever vase type things with ice in it. And he would have them in the green room and he'd pee in those. So he wouldn't have to go. And I was like, that's the grossest thing I've ever seen in my life. And now being 52 years old, I'm like, Oh, I get it. I get it. Soupy. Like I apologize for (laughs) that's the weirdest thing that we should never be taught as young comics. We should never teach young comics to do shit like that. So that's a horror show. Yeah. that's not like the, the caveman days. There's stuff I did though. This stuff. I, I mean, I remember one time standing my ground at a one nighter for 25 bucks. Like I like the guy was like, I'll pay you on Tuesday. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving. Cause that was my, that was, I had, that was it. That was all I had. Yeah. And, he, and they're putting chairs up on the tables. And it was this one nighter producer in Northern California. And he goes, Hey man, uh, you know, you, I'm not going to pay you today. So why don't you just, I'll pay you on Tuesday or you're not going to work for me again. And I went, if you're not going to pay me 25 fucking dollars, I don't want to work for you ever again. And, uh, <laughs> then I, I, and then I went to the bartender and the bartender gave me 25 bucks and the guy lost the gig. So now I always make friends. You know me. I'm always making friends. <laughs> 
I, I thought I it was genius, John, that Soupy Cells actually used ice, though, because that kind of would kill the smell, at least. You know what I mean? <laughs> Reap is actually figuring out the odor issue. <laughs> Reap's got the satellite issues worked out. You know what? That's a valid point. Let's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ice cold piss. It doesn't smell as bad as hot, lukewarm piss, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's weird when you have those Why moments. Why do you know that? <laughs> well, we've all been to bars where at the end of the night they throw ice in the urinals. Mm. You know, it's because it's like we got to get rid of the ice. So they put it in the men's bathroom and they throw it in there. And I'm like, oh, this is pleasant now. There's something pleasant <laughs> about pissing on ice. Uh, we've spent way <laughs> too much time in nightclubs, yeah. man. Way yeah. too I remember I, having like a, a, you know, growing up moment. I remember when I was in college, uh, we had Seinfeld perform at our college and I picked him up at the airport. I'm 19. I park in a parking structure at Detroit, find his gate. This is where you could actually go to the gate right. and then get him. And the whole time we're walking, he's like, where's, where's the car? Where's the car? I'm like, well, I parked <laughs> over in the, I'm in that structure. Then oh, we got to no. take an elevator. We're walking, walking. And then we're driving. And, you know, I, I turned on the radio loud and he kind of turned it off. And then he was kicking. He's like, so do you, you went to McDonald's before you picked me up? Cause the rappers and the cups, are just in the passenger seat. And the whole time I was like, well, Seinfeld is such a dick. Like I watched yep. the show. I'm like, man, this guy's an asshole. Da, da, da. Then 25 years later, I'm doing a college kid. I go, where's your car? He's like, I'm parked over in the sea lot. And like, <laughs> are you going to go get it? He's like, no, we're going to walk. And then we walked and I got in his car and I'm kicking his stuff. And I had a moment where I go, oh man, I get it. I apologize for thinking you're a dick for 20 some years, like at least in that moment. Yeah, yeah I had one. I had one where the guy. The, OK, so and this was right before I did because sometimes as, as comics, there's a day you make a decision. You're like, fuck this. This is never happening again. If I lose if I lose 20 percent of my income, I'm going to make sure I live decently in this nightmare we call the road. So <laughs> I get picked up by this dude. It's literally a red. I, I want to say Chevette, but it was it was even worse than that. It was like a, 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 a and 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 there was no passenger seat. He goes, so you have more room. You sit in the back seat. So I'm in the fucking. I get in the guy's car. I'm sitting in the fucking back seat with my legs out. I'm like, it's kind of nice, okay. And the, and the and the muffler's fucking rattling against the floorboard, like. And I that was the day I decided, uh, nope. Uh, guess what'll happen next time? I will be paying for a car or whatever. Um, the other time, uh, you guys remember the old Comedy Zone tours? Yeah, oh yeah. Of course yeah. we do. Of yeah. course we do because yeah. we're we're the oldest guys of comedy right now. <laughs> we're the fuckers that made it. We lasted yeah. this long. That's yeah. right. So uh I was I was doing the comedy zone once and you remember Brad Green, Greenberg, guy that used to run it, right? Now mm -hmm. Brad was Brad. It was funny because we all came up through a such system that you kind of had to fight if you wanted to get through. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I get booked at the condo one time. It was in Charlotte, and they sent me this condo. And I go in, guys, and I we all love condo stories, I know, but uh, and I usually <laughs> don't tell a whole lot of them. But the tub was gray. It had like a it was a mottled gray. And and I go in, and wh whoever was there the week before had obviously fucked every diseased hooker because just the smell <laughs> of hot sex and, and and moisture. And I walked in, and I'm I'm looking around, and and and, and supposedly it's already been cleaned. 
And I call, I call Greenberg and I go, uh, Hey man, I go, I go, I go, I can't stay here. And he goes, Hey, everybody stays there. You're staying there. I said, I'm not staying here. And he goes, he goes, that's what it is, Titus. And I go, listen, uh, if you'll come over and stay, he said, it's fine. I said, okay. Then if you come over and stay with me in the condo, yeah. I'll stay here. He goes, I'll call you back. 15 minutes later, you're at the holiday end. And I was like, free. <laughs> Oh my God. Do you, do you remember um, Craig? Oh God. What was his name? Stanford and sons. You ever play that room? Yes. Did you ever? Yes. Okay. okay. So this has to do with him. And I, I, RIP. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was like a lovable con man. I didn't, um, I didn't dislike him, but I knew he was full of shit. Um, (laughs) there's a guy in Florida like that too. I didn't dislike him, but I don't trust him. There's a guy on the West coast too, that I've been working for the 60s. I I know what you're talking about. Keep going. Yeah. 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 And so like I had to stay, I did a gig and he's like, all right. Um, well it was sold out everywhere this weekend. All I could do was get you a red roof in. I'm like, and I was with my uh, fiance at the time, but now my ex-wife. But I'm like, and she was kind of like, you know, a little uh, uppity. So I'm like, let's go at least look at the uh, Red Roof Inn and see how bad it is. So we check in. We had a small dog with us. We walk in. Three things happen at the same time. She goes to the bathroom. I go to sit in a recliner and the dog runs under the bed to do something. As I sit on the recliner, the whole thing just collapses. Like the foam comes out. I fall to the ground. The dog comes running out with a cockroach this big, shaking its head like this. (laughs) And I hear my fiance go, holy shit, somebody left a turd in the toilet. (laughs) Like there was a turd floating in the toilet. And I'm like, I'm on the phone like, I can't stay here, buddy. And so, and I looked online, (laughs) I got online and found a, fucking hotel which is why he didn't look for anything he was just trying right. to save money the funny thing I, is they they always act like we're the assholes it was funny because like we're people don't understand and i hate the bitch about this but the road is a <laughs> fucked up place man and it's always like all you guys do is complain dude i i got tuberculosis when i stayed in the fucking condo last yeah. time i literally yeah, yeah. had spores in my lungs from a place in green bay there was a club in green bay i worked and they had a flood and they told me this too. They go, Oh, like three weeks ago, the whole place got flooded, uh, but we cleaned it up and it was green shag carpeting oh. and you can't clean. They didn't replace it. They just dried it out. <laughs> and, and I went in and like three weeks later, I go to the doctor and he goes, you know, you got spores in your lungs. Where were you? Your, your lungs have mold. I said, my lungs are moldy. He goes, yeah. So I had to be on like serious antibiotics for like three weeks. So oh my people God. don't get how hard, like, yeah, we're cute. We're funny. We get to get on stage. We're lovable, <laughs> but you have no idea what the rest of our fucking day was. I'm sorry to be whining. I love my job. I love it. No, oh, I know. I'm the trust me. Podcast. Yeah, I'm uh I got scabies from uh a condo once <laughs> in, in from uh, comedy zone. Wife. Yeah, yeah, from John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I just remember like I'm at a show and I'm itching. I'm like, why is there so much? I got like a mosquito bite here, and then it got everywhere, and I, yeah, it was horrible. John, <laughs> uh, do you want to bring up what just happened? I mean, I, I'd love to hear what Christopher would have done in this situation. Didn't you just have an issue with a certain club? Do you even want to bring this up? Yeah, I won't say the club because uh, okay. it was uh, we kind of handled it, um, you know. But I dealt, did. It got dealt with. It got dealt with. Yeah, listen, you know, we, got, we <laughs> had a guy who talked about a thing and now, and now the thing's okay. Why do you but not I, ask me what happened? Yeah, but I did have a moment, and I will share this because I try to rustle 
ruffle, rustle. I don't rustle feathers or ruffle them. That just, right. you know, we, I, I am the matchbox 20 of comedy. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I don't, you, you're, uh, you know, you're indifferent about me. You're not going to hate me. You're not going to love me. You, you, you know, but you'll sing along to me w- without knowing you actually know a bunch of my songs. So anyway, so uh, I would tell this part and this part of the story is yeah, okay. So my dad was uh, in Germany in the army and his buddies were in Vietnam. My, my dad went to Germany. His buddies went to Vietnam. This They're week- all uh, coming to see me at this one particular club. One of the, the gentlemen um, has some health issues and they all, all the guys know this, this could be the last time this group is together. So this guy buys hotel tickets, uh, gets hotels for my dad in these group of guys, calls the comedy club, buys tickets. Nobody asked me for free anything. They said, hey, they just take care of it because they're men. That that's they just well, whatever. The guy calls a comedy club and says, Hey, I'm in a wheelchair. Cause he, you know, he goes, Is there wheelchair access? And the club goes, Well, you can't really. There's one little section. And he goes, That's fine. Uh, we're bringing John's dad. Do we get good seats? Like almost not demanding. He said it like, oh, Hey, I'm bringing John's dad. Uh, we hope we get good seats like that. The person on the other line says, Good seats. That's not in John's contract to this guy. So my dad told me that story and I was, we were bowling or something. I was livid. I'm like, what? I, I go, who? They, they, they told a stranger on the phone. They can't get good seats because it's not my contract. And my dad, who also doesn't want to cause a problem. He's like, just don't say anything. Forget it. I, I don't want, I don't want there to be a thing. I'm like, there's not gonna be a thing, but I'm going to have to talk to those people. So I'm John, I believe I, I called you and I'm like, bah, bah, bah. and you're like, just, well, cause I just signed with a new agency. So Reap said this, I just signed with a new agency. I haven't been at this club in some time. He's like, man, do you want to be a problem? Like out of the gate? I'm like, well, this is different than being a problem. This is, this is something that, you know, the, the owner probably wants to know just if he has shitty staff, just on that end. I'm not whatever. So then, of course, a couple nights ago, I have a little little toddy, as the people call him. <laughs> and then I look at my Instagram post on, on Twitter, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Did you I take went, an ambient on top of that? <laughs> so then I see, then uh, Titus goes, hey, I, I'll, I'll deal with it. I'm like, why is he responding? Did I say? And then I looked, <laughs> and I, I was dropping F-bombs. I'm like, these motherfuckers, fuckos. I was just going... Just, but my Twitter is literally plus minus four people, no matter what I do for 15 years. I've purposely <laughs> tried to pick arguments and I can't. Yeah. Nobody right. cares. Like, I'm the safest. If you so, don't want to be canceled, tweet under me because nobody <laughs> cares. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. So, but, um, so then the, the club found out and, you know, they're taking care of it. But I wasn't going to say anything. I'm like, you know what? I've done comedy long enough where I have to have a little bit of of street cred or just, you know, sure. Like, like my manners. What I think is really cool is your dad was like, Hey, don't worry about it. We were treated like this in Vietnam. (laughs) Yeah. 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 We're good. (laughs) But then, but I I don't know why I'm so appeasing. Cause I'm like, listen, I'm the, the, I have, there's probably eight comics that were showing up the weeks before me who wanted brand new air Jordans, uh, Crystal, uh, you know, hotel rooms for their for their merch guy, and seven million things at the comedy. So they they can handle me being a little pissed. 
And I got in trouble from my dad because he, he saw the post and he's like, oh. uh, now we're all nervous. Now everybody, yeah. now, now this guy feels thing. bad. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I'm like, hey, it's oh, not good. Here's yeah. the thing, John. I'm that guy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like, I'm like never not that guy. So when I saw it, I was like, no, this is not that wrong. No, something's wrong. It was like there was disturbance in the force, dude. It was fucked up. So I, so I got DM'd you right away. I'm like, dude, calm down. Don't do this yeah, anymore. I know that. Yeah, he literally goes, just sit on it for a second. I, I made a phone call. I'm already like, yeah. I, I'll go. I'll burn my bridge, but I don't need to burn yours. You know, I'm like, no, oh man. <laughs> so then, yeah, that was just on Twitter. So then I, I, I took it down. I'm like, I'm not gonna. And then the same thing happened again, like a couple days ago. I, I look and there's a now it's I'm explaining. I go the whole thing. I'm like, these guys were in the war together and that I've treated that. And then I quickly de- delete it. My dad saw that one. Yeah. So he's like, you're going to get fired from from that club. And da, 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 da. I'm like, embarrassing yeah. war hero. What's he doing? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, all I don't all I told John was like, you know, just know that this is the hub of a bunch of them that you're you're trying to get back into. And well, just, I was just saying, be careful. I didn't say not say anything. I'd be like, find out who it was. Yeah. Then talk to that guy. Maybe don't drag him on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So my, uh, yeah, like I've done many times. My, my uh, daughter's in music now and she, you know, she's actually doing well. She's actually got some great songs. You know, Kenny, Katie, and I, and she's, she's got some producers and everything. Well, she called me one day and she's talking about she didn't like the producer and this and that. And I'm going to tell him. And I, and I heard, I heard my genetics. She like, I'm going to tell this guy. And I went, hey, 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 hey. You can have anything you want. Be nice. Be, and it, by the way, it took me losing a television show to fucking learn this. I lost a television show because I was like, those fuckers, you watch that. I'm, I'm, I'm fired. What happened? So, <laughs> So, so, so when I saw it, man, and again, I know you, I know you, I know you enough, John, where I'm like, okay, something's way wrong for you to be fucking going off like that. So, and, and Reap, and if Reap couldn't calm you down, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I did my best. Yeah. I, I was, best. I was pissed, you know, cause I was going, I'm going to, they're not getting no favors from me. Wait, I, was my, my big lash out, John, uh, John, I told you, I go, I'm doing four to eight minutes and I don't care if the checks are not. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show them. I'm gonna be like goodbye. I'm make it convenient for them to shit the room. That's what I'm gonna do. Fuck yeah. them. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, let's talk about the uh, the whole slap incident. I'd love to get Titus's thoughts about the slap, man. Man, you um, know what's weird? I thought it was a bit for a second, and the re- and the, the second I knew it wasn't a bit was when. Uh, Chris Rock didn't come back with something funny. Even when he said, oh, Will Smith just set the shit on me. And I'm like, all right, this is the bit. Here we go. I'm waiting. And then when Will Smith said, I didn't get, I didn't get like uncomfortable or weird until Will Smith sat down and goes, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. And then I, and I, and then Chris Rock looked like he was on the schoolyard about to get punched again. And he, and he goes, okay, I won't. And I, and I was like, oh fuck. I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was the most uncomfortable moment in television and I yeah. and I tanked it at the comedy awards. I know how uncomfortable shit can be. Uh, <laughs> so so I, I thought it was I thought it was weird, and it, and Will Smith for being as funny and as smart as he portrays in all the movies we've seen him in. I was kind of stunned that he didn't just come back with something funny. It was weird. It was almost like a to watch a. It was almost like watching a comic not being able to handle a heckler. 
you know, like to watch a guy just get his ass handed to him from the audience. And, and I, I didn't. And then, the, you know, the 10 year thing, I thought it was a bit harsh. And then people jumped on my ass and I go, yeah, you know, if he can still win the award with whether he just can't go to the party for 10 years. That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know, man. I think I'm over it now. I think Chris Rock, I, let's just don't talk about Will Smith. Let's talk about how fucking cool Chris Rock was to handle it the way he handled it. Yeah, you know? I couldn't imagine. I, I've gotten thrown on stage to then just keep talking and not just bail and leave, like yeah. just to then announce the very next thing. That was that was pretty amazing. I thought. Well, I I, I thought it was I thought it was a a, a bit as well. Um, and like you, when he sat down and his response to I'm he said keep the name I do. He goes I'm going to as if to say. Just stop hitting me, please. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. just what the hell just happened? And that's where I knew it was a, a, a real thing. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping, because Chris Rock hasn't said anything yet. Like, he had that gig in Boston where he told the crowd, I'm not ready to talk about it. At some point, I will. Um, and I, you know, it's not like me to say this. But I, I'm hoping he doesn't take the high road. I really want Chris Rock to come out at least with 30 minutes of something. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what? You know what the weirdest thing was? The, the the acceptance speech where he apologized when when Will won the Oscar was literally the same shit that the guy who just beat his wife says while he's being perp walked to the fucking police car. It was yeah. some man, you just some love people too much, man. She love making you crazy shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch your head, sir. That's what it yeah. was like. <laughs> That's what it was like. I saw, I don't, I don't know how from the, the slap, how I went on a YouTube uh, deep dive, but I think I started looking up like what other, uh, times have people been attacked on TV? Oh, it's when we played a clip of Danny Bonaducci, oh, yeah. who I used to do radio with, was at an award show, and Johnny Fairplay or some guy from some rally show jumped on Danny's back, and Danny on, on TV picks up the guy and just pile drives him and like smashes his face up. Then it jumped to Richard Belzer interviewing Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Have you ever seen that one? Got sl- yeah, he got cracked hard. So he's like, yeah, it's fake, it's fake. And Mr. T and, and Hulk Hogan are like, no, it's not. But well, show me a move then. And um, Hulk Hogan puts him, like, he just, just grabs his neck and starts squeezing. And oh, yeah. Belzer goes out, and then Hogan drops him, and his head smashes and puts a gash in it. And then he got up from that days ago. We'll be right back. And then the producer of the show, or no, Belzer's manager was sitting in his spot and kept interviewing uh, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Yeah. Uh, also, do you remember Crispin Glover kind of threw a kick at Letterman's head one time years ago? Yes. Crispin Glover came on the show and was kind of wacky and literally threw a, like a full on like roundhouse and just misled him. It stopped right here. And they came back and. Crispin Glover was gone, and Letterman <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> let let goes, uh, "I don't have to deal with idiots." <laughs> that was John, John Stossel got smacked in the ear by some wrestler as well um, when he was trying to say like, "Oh, it's fake, right?" And the guy did one of these moves with the the double palm to oh, the ear. And oh just, no! Just <laughs> drop Stossel. Um, yeah, you never ask a wrestler if it's fake. That gives him an opportunity to beat yeah, the no, shit out of you. Well. Um, <laughs> I, I I had a, a is this fake thing when I was doing the oh, what's the the casino in Vegas that has the indoor riding stable South Point South Point yeah so 
I was at a bar in Selva, and this was 20 years ago, and there's all these huge guys, like just jack guys, like at the bar, and I'm trying to just weasel my little 150 pounds into the bar, and somebody goes, hey, this is a comedian, and the guy goes, oh, are you a comic? And I go, what do you, what do you guys do? He goes, we're part of the professional jousting, like uh, the U.S. Jousting Association, because they were having jousting competitions at the South Point Casino, right. and I go is that real? Right. I literally said, I go, is that real? And this dude goes, you don't think it's real, bro. He goes, let's no. go. So I'm like, this guy wants to fight me. And I go, uh, go as if fight goes, no mount up. Let's j-. And I just thought, <laughs> I just, I, you know, I go, I just got challenged to a fucking joust. Like how cool. <laughs> like how, like, like how, I left my horse at home. I mean, what are you, I, I, yeah, I have my pole. Wait a minute. Let me see the fair maiden before I get on that horse. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. I didn't know. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I guess it was a real thing. And then and he took offense. He's like, it's 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 a real thing. I'm like, I don't know. I, Here's the one thing about the Will Smithing and Bother. This happens. So Will Smithing happens. I go to uh, Michigan, do some gigs. I'm doing the show in uh in Traverse City. I'm doing the shows. Go we sold it out great. Just, just bet that out, selling stuff out, which is still good. People are coming back to the shows. And this dude, I do this bit. I do in the new show. Uh, it's called Zero Side Effects. We're filming it on May seventh, by the way. You, we're going to also uh, broadcast a live stream at, as we film it. So we're using two different cameras. So if you want to go to go to christophertitus.com if you want to see the the show. But I do this bit about where the the COVID conspiracy, where I drag it from A to B. Okay, I got, I just follow the crazy, and I just it's like a nine minute bit where I just show how fucking crazy everybody is. Well, at the end, it gets an applause, except for this one dude is sitting right here. And he's got this baseball cap on, and he goes, "Hey, he goes, why don't you be funny and talk about your dick?" And I, and you, you know, is that Traverse you, City? Yeah, and you know, when you feel the tension, like you can, like some people are being funny, and some, and you can fuck around with that guy, and then some guys are angry. Mm-hmm. So I turned to him and I slammed him, and he go, and so he, he says something else. I slam him again. Audience laughs, and he goes, "Is this going to be a Will Smith moment?" And oh, I fucking, geez. and I fucking turned and I go. First of all, I guarantee you this will not be a Will Smith moment. I don't weigh 165 pounds. <laughs> and here's the weird, here's where people are getting fed up with this shit. So the guy stands up. Now, two people at this other table over here, st- two dudes stand up as he stands up, get in front of him and between me and him, I'm on the stage. And then one guy goes, sit down, shut the fuck up. And the dudes put his hand out to shake my hand. <laughs> while these two guys are staring him down and I, and I shook his hand and I'm like, I'm oh, cool, man. Everything's cool. And those wow. two guys just sat down. So uh, be- besides flight attendants getting punched and shit like this going on, I think we're all tired of it. And it's, yes. weird, to see, it's weird to see the audience kind of turn and like, no, no, Titus, we got this. It's pretty cool. That's cool as hell. I love yeah. that. Um, yeah. I think you're right. It's going to be one of those things where it's lingering around now because of it. And the, but the audience is aware as well. And you, you'll you have fans that will come to your defense, which is uh, – that that's pretty awesome, man. But also, um, it's, time, it's time for us to get involved too, man. I just happened to see – I'm going to pick – my wife had some medication. I had to pick up at CVS. So I go to CVS, and this dude – I think – when did everybody get fucking nuts? Like when – we used to have some decorum. And this guy starts screaming at the pharmacist, fuck you. It's for my dog. It's not for me. My dog takes Zoloft. What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and he's screaming. And he's screaming at these uh, things. And I and I just had, I snapped. And I was like, I was in like fifth in line. And he's yelling. And he tells one guy he's going to kick his ass behind the counter. The pharmacist. 
So I walk over and I go, shut the fuck up. And he goes, when I go, shut the fuck up. I go, I'll beat your ass in this fucking store right fucking out. You hear it? And there's like 15 people in line behind me. And he goes, what? And he puts his face out from here. I go, I'm not going to hit you, but you can get the fuck out of the store. I go, I'm tired of this. I go, the world is in fucking chaos right now. And we don't need some asshole like you bringing more fucking chaos. And the dude looked at me. Next thing I know, there's two 80-pound guys behind me with their CVS shirts on. And they're, all right, we got this. I'm like, no, man, no <laughs> Oh, now you show up. Yeah. And the dude walked out. But I'm just, I, I'm to the point where I'm snapping too because I'm just, aren't we just tired of the bullshit? God, yeah. people, just start acting right and we can get back to fucking normal. Excuse my language. I, I wonder if the CBS people would like tie him up with those huge receipts. Like just all the time, you know what I mean? Just grab them and he's just bowing up in the back with the CBS box, just looking for it. Yeah, I think it's a weird. I was I was fired up. I was ready. I trained in martial arts. I got my black belt in those six. So I'm like, look, you're not gonna fucking threaten a bunch of people. And I turned around, and the line burst into applause. So we're tired of it. Everybody's tired. Yeah, tired. And it scares you because that place you were at, you were I think at the Traverse City Comedy Club, which I'm at next month. Um, you're you're kind of left alone in that place. Like there yeah. comedy yeah. clubs now, there's no it's lawless in the sense of if things go down, you're not you know, you're not at Gotham Comedy Club in New York. If things went down, you'd have right five or six uh mobbed up ex-police officers <laughs> in suits yes. that would right. come and, and deal with it. You wouldn't even see that person. That even, that place is amazing. Cocaine. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I have one more story if you guys want to hear it about what yeah, I had to get off stage. So I'm doing the show in Maryland. And again, there's something about this show, because I go after the anti-vaxxers pretty hard in the sense of, because I have, it's science-based. And I, I, and I and by the end of this bit, you'll feel stupid because if you believe that the government's trying to track you or control you, yeah. you, you at the end of it, you're like, I'm a fucking moron. So uh, what happened, because I, I run the whole thing and I run how everything tracks you from your car to everything. And I get done with the bit. Again, there's this dude sitting in the front and he's been wearing, he's wearing a green and yellow uh, jersey and he said Ukraine he's like Ukraine I'm like oh that's what he said at the beginning he, he, he was one of those guys that was just drunk and kind of randomly heckling he wasn't oh, like no, right. no yeah. focus yeah. and so I deal with him like I deal with him like four or five yeah, if you're gonna heckle people bring me <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. it's yeah. fucking Saturday night bring your fucking A game yeah. Yeah. yeah heckle me shitty on Wednesday and Thursday so he He's sitting in the front and finally uh, go back and forth. And I finally go, dude, you know, Ukraine has started. And I go, I go, you know, man, why don't you go back to Ukraine and help? Or or they just not, they just don't want you there. They don't even want you to help fight the war. And so then the audience goes, ooh, and, the, and then I slam them again. And the, they finally get this again, the bounce, the bounce of problems at issue. This kid comes over. He's got to be 18. And he's like, he's like 110 pounds. Like, all right, sure. You have to go. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. So then it's in Maryland and these people had driven in from Philly in a party bus. This lady from the back goes, this is wrong. This is wrong. And then a guy from above her goes, shut the fuck up, lady. And then she goes, you shut up. And then her husband goes, yes, you shut the fuck up. And then she goes to her husband. No, you shut the fuck up. Goes, hey, fuck, I'm trying to help you shut the fuck up. So then these people get up to leave. So now. The the guy in the in the in the people don't know what we deal with all the time. They start to get this guy out. And by the way, these are the only three, four stories I have. And, and <laughs> they get this guy out. He bumps into a table uh, with a couple there. It bumps in hard to the guy, the first drunk guy, as the other people are go, getting escorted out. So now there's three people getting escorted out by a, like a kid, like an eighth grader. They're trying oh. is the bouncer. And and this guy goes, what the fuck, dude? That guy turns around. 
that guy's with a blind woman who now has lost her, her like she can't find her dude. And she starts going, ah! she has a panic attack. I'm on stage trying to finish a bit. So <laughs> at this point, at this point, I go, I stop and I go, what is going on now? I, I look at the blind lady and I'm mad at her because I don't know she's blind. I'm like, now what the hell's going on? And someone yeah. goes, she's blind. And you see me, there's a video of a buddy of mine, uh, Andrew Rivers, great comic, was there. And he, he had, he was, he's videoed as it started, as the melee started to happen, he started videotaping. And you see me drop my head and I'm watching this nine-year-old trying to get bouncer, trying to get these people out. <laughs> and I just go, fuck. And I walk off stage and I got my lav mic on. And I just, and you hear me, there's video of it. I, I have, but I haven't played it yet because I'm not sure how it's going to go over. I'm like, get the fuck out. And I start bouncing my own room at, a, <laughs> at, a, at an A club. I, and I'm like, get the fuck out. So I, I end up in the lobby because there's no doorway between the lobby and the showroom. And I and this dude turns to this fucking Guido with this gold chain turns to go at me. And I'm like, fuck you. And I got my hand up like this. And it's all on video. And here's what turned me. So I get a guy grabs me. He goes, I'm Philly PD. He goes, I'm Philly PD. Titus, don't do this. He goes, you don't want to deal with this. And he stops me. He really <laughs> oh grabs me. He then, wait. And that that cuts through the din. Then I turn and uh, Rachel's there and if he, Rachel gets this close to my face and she goes, you get back on that fucking stage right now and control yourself. God damn it. You're in the middle of a show. And that was my wife. Wow. And I turned and I went, got it. And I walked back on stage <laughs> and it's still a melee and it starts to fade out. Cause I go, cause I grab my mic and I go, cops are coming. The cops are coming. That calmed him down. And then I get, then I, I don't know what to do. The audience is just staring at packed house. Audience is staring at me and I drop my head. And I just walked back and forth and did a five minute TED talk on how comedy is supposed to work and how we've all <laughs> lost our fucking minds. Yeah. yeah. And then I tell a story oh. about Rachel and then I went right back into my show. And when I, I started the, I, cause I, I went right back to the bit I had just finished and I started right where I finished and the audience lost it. They were like, you're really going to go back to your fucking jokes. <laughs> I wrote a show. God damn it. I'm yeah. I bet they were impressed that you remember exactly where you left off. You he know, bounced his own guy. He got up, he bounced his own guy. Then he helped the blind lady. Then got back on stage. <laughs> that is so, crazy. Well, so you have this on video. I have it. Yeah, but it's never. It, it, it was I, in all the years I've done comedy, and I started when I was nineteen years old. I've never seen it like there's a there's a I can do anything I want from everybody right now. That's pretty fucking insane. And I don't I don't know how we get out of it, really. Good. That's true. What I've do you guys think? That you're not. That's not just clubs. Like you said, it's in the air. It's on yeah. airplanes. It's at the airport. I think it's if uh, what's the um, oh, what's the show with the gentlemen that, that fight everybody? Uh, the league uh, league of extraordinary gentlemen. No, the oh, uh, they wear the suits. The kid wears and the suits. Uh, what? That's no, Will Smith movie. No, um, but it sounds like th there's a, a bad guy in there that puts all this stuff into the air, and all he's got to do is activate it, oh, then everybody oh, just starts oh, killing uh, each other. Kingsman, the Kingsman. Kingsman, yeah, that's oh, literally man. what I think has happened. Where it's it, just that, all it, in the air, it's floating. Holy shit, that's what it feels like. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah. like. Or, yeah, or um, the it's, guy from Batman who came to to uh, blow up Gotham City because he's like it's too it's too much of a shitty yeah. shitty place. Or, we got to start all over. Or it's the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> With, uh, I just did a story last week about a guy <laughs> in Germany who got ninety nine zero COVID shots oh, <laughs> just so he could get the fake 
they're real vaccine cards, but with the real numbers on them. And just to, to sell to people who didn't want to get, but he got 90. So he proved that it worked. He proved that it worked and it wouldn't harm him. And and, and they just give him the card. It's like, or they could have (laughs) taken the fucking shot, but yeah. um, We've lost our, we've lost our minds, man. Yeah. I'm, I I got all, I got, uh, uh, what did I do? Pfizer boosted had covid did you ever get it or did you avoid it i get no i got i got the two shots and i got a booster and then i got it and it was fine i was like i was like <coughs> that's what i got it was fine yeah. for three days so you got but it I'm, afterward i got it before that shit and it was how 10 bad days was- 10 days i had a high fever lost taste my my um every muscle in my body was sore i didn't get a respiratory thing i just got like no energy hot fever and just for 10 days uh, was just shit. Did um, you have any long-term stuff? Taste and smell. It took a long time for it to come back. It's. I think I'm good now. Or maybe my body just got used to it. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I feel fine. I'm fine now. But I did get – I got – I got. Uh, so everything tastes like Arby's is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> everything tastes like like cardboard. Yeah, Arby's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, as I, I was trying to describe, I go, oh, yeah, that is Arby's. Um, <laughs> I always like when I, I've seen comics um, that we know that were anti-vax. that are like, you don't know what the government's putting in your body that I'm like, dude, I saw you done crappy Coke in a bathroom <laughs> stall. And you, you, you know what the, this uh, you know what the Pfizer shot doesn't have in it? Fentanyl. So yeah. that's that's the gamble I'm going to go with, right? Yeah. Or the sweat off of that disease slut you were had in the green room. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah. You you put your penis in that and you and you met it at the show. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So we've all we've all we've all had it. I I, uh, I I don't I don't get where we're at right now. I think we're in the darkest time ever. It's, the scary thing is Noam Chomsky said. I don't know if you guys saw this. Noam Chomsky came out, one of the great thinkers of our of our time, and he said uh, he goes between. Uh, Ukraine, U.S. and Russia and climate change, we are witnessing <laughs> the extinction of organized human resistance. And I'm like, wow, I thought shit was going to get better when we got Biden. But looks like it's going to get worse. <laughs> I don't know. There's something to be said about uh, and I've said it forever, getting a shipping container house, throwing it in the middle of the woods with one dirt road <laughs> leading yeah. up to the house. And with, don't tell anyone where you live. And if it's, uh, you know. If it doesn't yeah, say Amazon or Domino's, start shooting at the vehicle. Better yet, towards bury it. Can t- better yet, bury it. Bury the house. Make it look like yep. nothing's in the woods. And then when someone comes by, you set a lot of tripwires so they blow off a limb. There you go. That, I mean, that's I'm looking forward to that. I'm oh, finding. man. I've seen some really cool ones, too. That They make some really, really nice ones that you bury and put in the ground for yeah. like, oh, Heffern just shit. Oh, hey, Alan, was his internet? Yeah. So John Heffern. His internet's been crapping in and out, so uh, he may or may not come back. Hey, uh, let me tell you something, man. Oh, uh, Rachel, Rachel wanted me to tell you. There he is! Yay! Rachel, let me tell uh, t- tell you, John, that she the funniest thing she's ever seen is you getting on. Like, so she said that you would do anything in Shreveport if they if they said get tased by the cops. If she told you one time you have to go on stage, you have to trip and throw your drink on that yes. right there, and you did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. What? It's what a fucking great job we have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rachel. I mean, first of all, I love Rachel, coolest um, 
manager of, of any funny bone I've ever been to. Sweet girl. And I'm happy that she's doing comedy because she's very funny, has a great sense of humor. Um, but that club in Shreveport, um, yep. the drunkest people. Yes. I, I really believe the drunkest people are in Louisiana because they just, their laws are, they don't have laws about drinking. So it's like, just do it all. And they party all the time. So, and it's just a shit show. Somehow she managed her way through it. But <laughs> yeah, just to entertain ourselves, yeah. we would come up with that shit. She like, okay, on this show, yeah. <laughs> I need you to go up there and pretend that there's a, uh, the weirdest stuff. And, <laughs> And, well, um, second show, second show in that club, you you were you know, John, you wanted a joust. You'd be like, I'd rather fucking joust somebody because fuck this, because that's what it felt like. Yeah, yeah, you've done that room too. I mean, I don't think it's there anymore. That club? No, 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 no. The guy that ran it uh, burned it down. I, or I got Ray out of it. So Ray and I got together after my divorce, and uh, she came to me. She goes, she you know, she was she was twenty nine, thirty, and she goes, hey, they they're gonna make me a part owner. They want me to sign the paperwork, and I said, no, you do not sign a damn thing. I go, wait, the owners aren't gonna sign it. They want the twenty eight year old, twenty nine year old manager to sign it. Nah, you ain't signing it. And uh, so, and then she moved out to LA, and she started write, she started giving me jokes, which was and and I and then I said you have to do comedy, and she ended up she 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 actually got accepted. They showed her special to uh, the Fringe Fest in Scotland. She got invited to Scotland. Wow, good yeah. for her, man. For her. Yeah, I also want to apologize to her because she did. <laughs> I'll tell her she did have to scold me one time, and this was uh, not a big deal. It was actually kind of funny. Um, before I got married. My I've heard this story. I remember. Go ahead. Yes. I Yes. Explain yourself. Do you know what do you know what I'm, where I'm going? Oh, explain yourself. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Let me hear your side before I pass. Oh, judgment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes. Well, I'm starting this conversation by saying I'm sorry. I'm apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time it was, you know, feast or famine for a guy like me, ginger, ginger, freckle face kid. This girl wants to do something. I, I can't say no. So uh, I got scolded because. I had sex in the bathroom with the girl I was with and we locked the door and we're in there a good minute. And then when we came out, there was a line of people like, what the hell? So she's like, John, can you please, please not have sex in the bathroom uh, when there's a lot of people waiting. Your hotel's right there. It's they walking. Had to walk into a fog of your funk, man. That's <laughs> your sexual funk. That's horrible. Yeah. 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 I remember uh, just kind of, well, not, Kind of did, Ra- of did Rachel bring that up to you? Did, is that yeah, what? She, she literally told me the story. She said, because <laughs> that, that, that club was so bad and the bathroom, I think they had like one bathroom for everybody. It was not great. Right. Uh, and, and, and there was a, there was a time when two girls went in there and, and one of them got in the sink to pee and the other one used the toilet and the sink came off the wall. So they had no bathroom. They had to go to the bar next door and you monopolized it. Which <laughs> I did. Right. I did. All right. I'm sorry, Rachel. I love you. <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> John, what you're about to say something. Okay? Yeah. One, my internet's being a uh, very farmlandy. So I apologize that I just stare every once in a while. But speaking of people having sex at a club, I was on stage once and I got, I, I get done and the bouncer goes, yeah, we had to kick somebody out. And I go, what happened? And he goes, they were having sex during your show. I'm like, well, you know, the, my act does that. I go, <laughs> did you, I go, did you, um, how'd you break it up? And the, and the big bouncer goes, oh, we let him finish. We didn't want him mad. And I'm like, it's kind of a genius move, right? Because yeah. if you would have stopped it right before, then you would have had an angry, angry guy. You get him at just the low point when he's just like, yeah, whatever. 
Yeah, I'm uh, sleepy anyway. Have... I'm sleepy. Yeah, yeah right. get them in the refractory yeah. period. What did you think they were? Yeah. What did you think they were doing? We turned the hose on them. That's what happened. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. So anyway. They, we, um, we so, live a weird life, gentlemen. We live a yes, bizarre, we we live a bizarre life. There's stories, and I've only told a couple stories, but there's stories that we have that you can I, you know, this statue limitations shit I don't want to talk about, but <laughs> Yeah. We've just lived the weird life, man. And and I, yeah, I got to tell you, man, I don't want to give it up. I don't. I love it, man. I love it. And that's why we're doing my 10th special, my 10th 90 minute special. 10. And so we, we were going to oh put God. up the, the website. Uh, just go uh, ChristopherTitus.com is, is where people can watch the you, you well, filming the special. We're filming the special, especially, but we're going to live stream it. We're doing something. I, every the COVID. So during COVID, we actually. You know, the problem with COVID is that for our job, you know, to even do our job, we have to get in front of a group of people and spew virus on them. And if we do our job well, and I know you guys, you guys do your fucking job well, they spew virus on us. It's like this Petri dish of of nightmare, joy (laughs) and death. So so we started I have a studio and we actually bought cameras and started doing live stream because I hated guys doing comedy out of there. I love this too much. The other kitchens guys were doing comedy out of the kitchen. So. We built a stage and we had lights and we had three cameras and we had an editing thing. And so I bought all that stuff and we started shooting it. We did, we did Fortune Fiends, sir, and, and Ron Funches. We did a bunch of shows and, uh, and I got to the point where I was like, well, why don't we just live stream the filming of the special? We're filming, we're filming that ten, at 1080 and then we're going to do shoot 4K so that when the special comes out and you're only going to see it that one night and we're going to do backstage stuff and people guests and stuff. And I just thought we learned something during the pandemic. And I think there's a way, there's a way for us where the business can't run us anymore. You know, that's the problem is we're all waiting around for someone to say yes. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't need you to say yes. I already said yes. We're doing it. You know, we're doing <laughs> I it. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I, I, that's awesome. Um, do, and thanks for doing this again. Uh, sorry yeah, about I, last time. No, yeah, it's my fault because John's kind of John's out of control. You know, <laughs> know, right? He's screaming at club owners about his dad, and even his oh. dad's mad at right? I just can't get it. Yeah, I'm actually grounded. You guys don't know. I mean, I hope that I can even make it out to a club. My dad gave me like a week in this room. Yeah, I got to think about what I've done. Yeah, and he shut off your internet. He's like, and the internet. I'm scrolling yeah. down. <laughs> Our, uh, Titus, are you in? Uh, you're in LA still, right? Yeah, still in LA. Yeah, yeah. We're. Uh, I, I like. I like it here. I, I, is I grew up here, man, I, and I've been around. And I just, I, I'm a California boy, born and bred, man. You know? Yeah. So I, I, uh, I took off four years ago. I was in Studio City, had a nice little, nice little condo, and then uh, started missing the family. Dad had the stroke, came home, then a pandemic happened, and I'm like, I think I'm going to stay in Hickory for a while. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I think a lot of guys did it with with all this stuff we're doing now, except for John's shitty internet. You can go from anywhere. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, John. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks again so much for doing this. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for having me. And guys, I'm really sorry about last week. And I got to tell you, for two guys that, I, you know, your legend is, has followed you for a long time on the road. We don't get to hang out enough because we're always working. But, man, thank you guys for just keep kicking ass on the road. You guys you guys are still working, right? You guys are still Yo. doing the shows all the time. Well, I know, I know Heffron's doing it because I had to fucking calm him down out of the <laughs> like At one in the morning, Heffron, fucking don't shut up. <laughs> uh, but but I, I you know I don't know man I think we're all blessed and and, uh, and to, you guys always do it right so it's thanks for having me on it was on I appreciate it wow thank you Christopher Titus all right guys talk to you guys later I'm all out right. motherfuckers take it easy brother <laughs> yeah man I love that guy dude oh wow 
That went great. Super happy. Um, oh, John Hook. Oh, there's John. There you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now this is so my internet. Yeah. What a, what a great guy. Yeah. He's intense, but I like it. He's a, he's um, got a lot of, he's passionate. I like a good passionate man. You know, I might not agree with everything he says politically, but I do. Yeah. But, but what I love is that you can sit here and talk to him and he'll listen and he'll talk and, and we didn't have to go there. It was, it, I love the road stories. I love the condo stories. <laughs> There's he's so right. many condos. People, people are ready like to fight. These, these kids today without their condos, they don't even know what, you know, I know. what it's like. You know, the, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna let's wrap this one up. What do you say? We've been an hour and a half. Anything you want to throw in here at the end? No, nope. I'm gonna uh, my three G is uh, kind of kicking my butt a little bit, so uh, you can end it if you want. All right. Well, everyone, go to heffernandreap.com. Feel free to hit that Patreon button. Give throw some money in the tip jar if you're having a good time. Let us know. Throw a dollar or seventeen in there. Heffernandreap.com tour dates. We have a new store. Maybe we'll show the store. If you go to heffernandreap.com, click on store. John, I ordered two things today from our own merchandise place because we're using the website that just does it there and then they ship it yeah. to us. So we don't have to do anything. So I ordered a t shirt and I ordered a uh, coffee mug that's going to have our logo on it. So I'm going to get one too. Yeah. And cutting boards. John oh, yeah, Heffern, go to thebestcuttingboards.com, thebestcuttingboards.com. Oh, look, there's our yeah. store. There's a Heffern and Reap store right there. Yep. So you go there, and then you uh, you start to scroll, and then you'll see there's stuff. <laughs> Wine tumbler, glass, coffee mugs, shirts, hoodies, tank tops, ladies stuff, men stuff, all kinds of good stuff. So that's one of the ways you could show us some love. And – uh I'll just end it for John Heffron. <laughs> wow, we switched. I was on the other side, I think. For John Heffron, I am John Reap. You've been listening and or watching the Heffron and Reap show. We'll see you next Monday, same place. Bicycle. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do, 